Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. podcast starts now what's up perverts around the globe um you are listening to stradio lab the number one podcast on everybody's lips and today i am joined by a special guest celebrity co-host please give a glamour girl hootie who for river l ramirez hello hootie who hootie who um so, uh, River, does the pressure of being a co-host, um, how's that sitting with you right now? Um, it's been very difficult. There have been a lot of paparazzi outside of my house ever <laughs> since they found out that I was doing the show tonight. That's actually how I remembered. I woke up and there was like, yeah, people taking pictures of my naked body. I sleep naked. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my door was wide open. I also like to keep it wide open. So I guess, yeah, they came in and they were taking photos. Well, there was this guy. He said he was paparazzi. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just that's like for you, that's so rare. Like for me, that's literally every single day. I'm, right, right. You know, I'm I'm there's nudes of me on um, the New York Post. Saying, I know. You know, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's so crazy. And it's just I I just want to be normal again. And like, I just want to be able to like hang out with like friends without like having all these like people come up to me and be like, hey, your podcast like literally changed my life. Like, right, right. And it's like 
I mean, this podcast is so big. It's the thing, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, you guys have had amazing, amazing guests. And I think you've been quoted on like Mark Maron listens to Straight Radio Lab. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're Joe like Rogan. why he got into comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All of these. Yeah. A lot of like really. Yeah. I heard about this show, I think through the Oprah website or something. <laughs> Oh, right. No, I forgot. No, I loved when Oprah profiled us on Oprah.com. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was huge. Like, that was crazy. Uh, there's so much. You're like, you know, you get so jaded by this industry and you're like, you get sort of like, yeah, it's an Oscar. Like, what's a Grammy? Like, yeah, right. whatever. Because once but, you like, get to I that do... point, you're like, mm-hmm. I work so hard. I'm tired. I don't even know who I am. But then you get an Oprah. And you're reminded of like all the fucking work you did. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like I my whole life flashed before my eyes when we got the Oprah. I'm literally not wearing a bra. Like I'm not wearing a bra. I'm dirty, and I'm 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 like lying, (laughs) lying through my teeth. (laughs) No, it's okay. This is a podcast for lies. Oh, this is sometimes there's truth, but sometimes there's lies. Yeah, for those that don't know, George is missing. Um, he was kidnapped abducted yeah he was abducted and there's a really high ransom so if you could venmo me i will definitely forward that money to his kidnapper and we will get him back yeah we have the kidnappers venmo (laughs) and they gave us the cash app (laughs) they gave us the cash app and zell yeah and they gave us they actually gave us a lot of information they told us where they live they told us where they're keeping george they left the door unlocked but it just felt wrong to sort of break into someone's home and steal their property that is george yeah it's just some girl (laughs) it's just some like blonde white girl who was like george come over and he was like sure and then she's like okay i'm like ransoming you now (laughs) she's 24 um (laughs) and she's like yeah, she's like just graduated a few years ago. She's like really trying to figure herself out. And yeah. And when she explained like why she's doing this and the ransom thing, I was like, oh, that makes sense. You're like trying to figure things out. Like <laughs> you don't have a support system. Like your parents just stopped paying for your apartment. Yeah. You know how like she keeps calling this her Francis Ha. Like she's like, this is my Francis Ha. Like kidnapping George is sort of my Francis Ha moment. <laughs> <laughs> Like she keeps saying that, and she's like, like yeah, so like, court, yeah, she's kind of like Noah Bombacky, kind of like free girl, <laughs> you know. She's really cute and like entertaining, and the way that she wrote the ransom letter too was like crazy. It was like really, it was crazy. I mean, it was scary though. It was scary. Like, I mean, I feel like that scared me the most. That was like, okay, I guess we can't just go and get him because of the scary handwriting from this like Francis Haw girl. Yeah, and like the ransom note was like wet and it was like that was kind of i was like why is this note all wet like this girl's fucked up yeah but and then it says (laughs) in the bottom it said that she spilled her new billy eilish cologne on it and that's that's what it was and it smelled really good do you remember the smell yeah it smelled really it smelled really incredible (laughs) like fruity but edgy right 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 Right, 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 right,
Wow. Yeah. Is there any anger there towards Lana? No. No, she did what she did to me, and that is cool. No, we had a very long relationship, and I have no bad feelings towards her, and I hope she's doing well. I don't think the whole depressed thing is real, because I fucking know that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Lana's, like, always faking depressed, and it's like... Like I like when you hang out with her, she's like so happy. She's like smiling. She's like I know, like probably like the warmest, brightest energy you could imagine. And then she like goes on record and she's like, oh, "I'm sad." Yeah, it's I'm like sad. I'm be suicidal. real. It's like no, you're not. No, you're not. You're literally smiling all the time. All the time. You're always having a good time. Your hair is always done. I've never seen you not get out of bed. Yeah, you have like an incredible morning routine. I know. I'm like, this depression thing isn't real. It's not real. I actually don't think it's real with anyone. <laughs> and then my phone line <laughs> cuts off. Although I'm not on the phone. Damn. Wow. <laughs> to to let me um sit out there to to die after saying um, I don't believe depression is real for anyone. <laughs> it was just so cruel. I think that's like, you know? we've been friends for a long time. And I think that um, sometimes the way that you can show love to people is by not doing anything at all. And let, see, letting them fall on their own. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I learned an important lesson there. <laughs> Which is um, walk with more fear. Right. Yeah. Don't don't think that someone's here to support you. Right. No, no, no. Even if it's your if your friends are around you in gowns, for example, Will Smith, (laughs) (laughs) if your friends are around you in gowns, they're not going to save you. They're going to just see what you're going to do. River, have you ever slapped anyone in the face or been slapped in the face by my parents? (laughs) Oh no! <laughs> uh, <is this> Damn. <laughs> no. I was hoping for like sort of a funny anecdote, and now I'm like, never mind. Um, no, I, I mean, I have, but as a joke, it's kind of for me. It's the rudest thing anyone can do, but it's happened a few times as a joke from like people I've been dating, and I've been like, what? I feel like it's like the biggest sign of disrespect is a slap a slap in the face. I don't know why. Yeah. There's a, there's a rudeness to it that's not it's not about the pain. It's about no. mocking. It's your face. I don't know why I have such a reaction though too like when it's happened to me even if it's like a tap. I'm like <laughs> like for some reason I like go back into like suddenly I'm like a 1960s gangster or something and like you've disrespected <laughs> me in front of like my community and my people and you're going to die. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. I I don't get that. I get like the immediate like tears. Like I get like Whoa. so viscerally like sad. Like what? I, whenever anyone hits my face, what? like I got accidentally hit in the face at like. <laughs> That's so sweet. I got accidentally. <laughs> I got accidentally hit in the face at a party recently, and I was like, like it was completely an accident. But I was like, I'm gonna cry. Like I was like, I need what? to go hide and. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's so cute. You're so cute. <laughs> I don't know. I it's. I wish it weren't true. I wish I would get slapped in the face and be like, "Yeah, that Whatever. felt like nothing to me." Whatever. I'm. I'm really <laughs> strong. I'm really strong and chill. <laughs> yeah, it makes me very angry. How angry? Like I'm gonna kill somebody. Like like I feel like um, like I feel first I feel so embarrassed. And then I feel so disrespected. And then I'm like, 
how do I get back at you? <laughs> and then I'm like, no, 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 wait, hold on. Just let it go. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> do you remember, speaking of falling on our faces, do you remember that show we did <laughs> that was... Um, yes. This building is currently on fire. That was so good for me. I thought it was so good where we just pretended I, we're on fire. It's kind of like shitty, though. I mean, it's shitty in with the current events, but yeah, I, we were. But in the time, there were no notable fires, and um, we were just sort of. The premise was like we would scream and be on fire, and then performances while, would happen in the fire. <laughs> That is still funny, though. That's funny. We'd had sound design. What were we thinking? Oh, my God. I don't know what we were thinking. You know, I didn't think that time would pass that time. (laughs) You know, I didn't think we would grow beyond that to be able to reflect on it. (laughs) I did think when we did this building is currently on fire and it didn't get picked up for a run at the annoyance. I thought, well, my life is over. <laughs> okay, you can edit that out. By beep. Yeah, we did not get... NBC did not like our show, This Building is Currently on Fire, in which we would pretend to be on fire and then perform scenes that were flashbacks <laughs> to our lives before we were on fire. <laughs> That's so good, though. I think that that was good. I mean, actually, it was kind of genius. I, I still think it, it was a good idea. I just think that they were trying to put us down. It's true. They wanted too much structure. Yeah. They wanted. And we said, no. We said, no, we're crazy. <laughs> we're not even from here. We're not even from here. We just want to use your stage. And we also, do you remember, we had to do it two weekends in a row on a Sunday. And do you remember the second weekend we tried to bail? Because we were like, this is. <laughs> we're like, this isn't working. <laughs> this is not... And then. They wouldn't let us bail. So so we, had we, had to, we had to perform the show completely against our will, <laughs> where it's us screaming, <laughs> pretending to be on fire. And we just like went through the motions for a full 20 minutes <laughs> while people stared at us and like did not enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, but people didn't enjoy a lot of things, I feel like, at that space at the time. Or yeah. I remember it was so hard. Like everything was so hard there or something. I uh, I kind of liked it there. For those listening who don't know, it was the Annoyance Theater in Brooklyn. It was a basement and it was very small and cramped. Something about it spoke to me. I have good memories there. I have good memories, but I also have like hard memories. Like, oh, it, it was really hard to work the room. Like they were like, I don't want to. I'm not going to give you what you want. I was like, what the fuck? Why are you at this show? Yeah. And the there was always like the people in the back that were like so disconnected. They might as well have just been in a different room. Yeah. <sighs> well, um, now we're at now we're on Broadway and that's now, our past. Well, now we're in our rooms. <laughs> ah, la vita è bella. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny you say that. Um George is in France right now. Oh. Well that was like Italian. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's George doing in France? Oh, just slurping down as much wine as his little tummy can handle. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's cute. Just gobbling. Uh, yeah, he's just, I don't know. He's like on a trip. He's like doing vacation. 
Wow. Isn't that kind of cool? That is cool. That's cool to be on vacation. (laughs) I want to go to France one day. I've never been. Have you? No, I've never been to France. I don't know if I want to go. It's kind of Billie Eilish in that it doesn't really speak to me. Oh, get out. (laughs) I love her. She's great. She's so cool. Is she though? Yes. And Phineas. (laughs) Phineas too. Yeah, I could be a pop singer too if I had a Phineas. No, so you can't be Billy. Get over I it. I could be Billy. You can't. I how could about literally Ros- be Billy. How about Rosalia? Do you like her? I love her. Okay. okay yeah, I do okay. love her. Okay, great. I love okay, her. Okay, we're even. Okay, we're even. She's, She's so, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like so weird. I'm like getting older and they're younger than me. So I'm like, can I even say they're cool? Like, is that creepy now? Yeah, it happened kind of quick. What? Like, they're all younger than us now. Yeah, I was like, what? Since when? Like, Dua like, Lipa's 26. Used be, we used to be the younger ones. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, pop stars are my age. No, we good. were like, pop stars are 40. <laughs> and then now, right, right, pop right, right. stars are 26, and it's like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so, honey. Honey, call back. Call back call to back. someone else's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> A commercial now for I Don't Think So, Honey. <laughs> um, so this is, so we're doing a podcast and George is not here. Mm. How does that make you feel? <clears throat> Me or the audience? You. Um, I feel, I mean, I feel chill. <laughs> How does it make you feel? <laughs> um, I feel, I feel chill. Okay. You don't believe me? Uh, I'm fucking chill. I don't know. You Do you not believe yourself? Shut up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that question was target, targeted more towards your internal self. Nah. Maybe perhaps I am an external representation of your internal suffering without George that you can bounce ideas on every now and then, but ultimately know that you are fully alone in this void. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I love that as a retort. It's like very powerful. Like you almost say so much by saying, shut up. Shut up. It's, um, it's, it's, it's definitely taking control of the narrative. It's, um, spinning the story it's um <laughs> it's disempowering it's like, me so it's taking the it's power t- away which is good good you um, don't want to give me the power <laughs> i go crazy with that shit <laughs> i would i actually think power i think i would be bad with power what do you think about you with power yeah yeah i guess the thing about I mean, yeah, I think you'd be like, oh, my God, what? (laughs) Wait, wait, what? I didn't mean that. No. Like doing something like thinking that it was nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can imagine or it would be fun for me to imagine you. (laughs) I think, well, no, I take it back. I think I'd be incredible with power. I think everyone should give me power. (laughs) Okay, so you're going to make me (laughs) tell you how bad you are and then you're just going to say, no, I'm good. Okay, I'm a total, feeling totally alone. Oh no! No, I mean, I, 
I'm just I'm pl- I'm trying to get all the options. I'm trying to see where I would stand. Mm. Like I'm I'm imagining myself with power in in good way, and then I'm imagining myself with power bad way. Like, um, okay, for ex- let's say Putin is like Sam Taggart's taking over. Whoa. What? If I were in charge of Russia right now? Yeah. No, I would I would do a, such a good job. I what would do would an you incredible do, job. I I'd like <laughs> I'd like first of all, I'd stop everything they're doing currently. Okay. Which is War. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Very good. I'd stop that. You're like, I'd, well, I'd stop the shipping of certain plastic materials. I'm like, no! <laughs> um, I would kind of... Putin's listening um, to Radio Lab. <laughs> for advice? Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, like, bleed. I don't... <laughs> He's like, He's I like, was I- just having fun this whole time <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> I was just chilling in the annoyance. I didn't know I was running a whole country. I don't need what even accent is that? I know. I was I was impressed that you ran with it. Me too. I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, it's all about you have to commit. You're good at that. I my accent work is always embarrassing. And so I I kind of just don't I don't do it very often. Yeah. I um whatever. I'm like we're gonna die. <laughs> so you, so we're gonna die. So do do that accent. Do work. a shit accent. <laughs> I do find in sort of like very casual, and I'm sure it's annoying for outsiders, but I will like do like certain words like in a British accent, uh-huh. like when I'm just like casually talking. And uh, sometimes recently I was around a British person and I realized <laughs> I did that, and I was like, oh. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's so embarrassing. They're like crying. That one single tear like, comes down from their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I made a British person cry. And that's what this episode is about. So we've invited this British person to come talk it out with Sam. <laughs> Hello, Govna. Like Mickey went in the mud and listening in. They're like, can I have some chais? <laughs> like what I think that British people are. Eating cheese. Eating cheese. I get mad at them. I'm like, fucking English people eating cheese. Making shit up. With all the cheese in their mouths. <laughs> all the cheese in their mouth. Disgusting. Disgusting pigs of people. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even think about the, the fact that we could potentially be having a UK audience is like, Oh, sorry, everyone. I'm so, I would like to take this time to publicly apologize to my gigantic United Kingdom audience. Yeah. You are some of the most important people in my life. I would trade my literal family for you. If Joker style, my UK audience was in a train and my real family was in a train and they were both going Mm. Off the edge of a cliff, mm-hmm. and I only had the time to pull one lever and save one. <laughs> I would choose my UK audience, <laughs> and I would let my family crash into the cliff of in their train and be instantly killed. And that's how much I love my UK audience. <laughs> And not so much. I've been trying to do Severus Snape at my house for a long time. <laughs> I got it. Can I show I bet- you? Yeah, please. <laughs> 
<clears throat> Harry Potter. Harry. <laughs> Harry. Wait, so hold on. This is a throatier impression than I thought it would be. Harry. Harry Potter. That's good. That's pretty good. Harry. I always want to say. Okay, wait. It's like. I'm so embarrassed. Page three. I can't do it. I'm so embarrassed. Do it. I'm literally not. That was good. That was good. That was good. Do it. No, I wasn't there. It wasn't there. Do it. Just do it. No. If I do it, I'm gonna be so bad. How? Worse than this. Worse than this. How? Okay. Wait. So it's like. Okay. Do it. Harry. No. Harry Potter, <laughs> let me see that Potter, dick. no. <laughs> let me see that dick, Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, my God. So stupid. So it is technically around that time when we would do our first segment. And, you know, I did assign you homework. You uh, did. I said... I said, let's, you know, could you come up with these things? And and you said, no problem. And then. Right. Right. And then today you said, well, I didn't do my homework. And it's like, that's totally fine. Like, I don't care. It's just like. And you said, like, you're going to wing it. And it's like. I'm going to wing it. (laughs) Okay. Then let's wing it. This first segment is called Straight Shooters. And we're going to be each other's guest and host. Okay. And so uh, in this, we ask a series of rapid fire questions uh, to gauge your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture. It's basically this thing or this other thing. And the only rule is no follow up questions or you will get yelled at. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you don't like that part? I don't like that part. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody saw it, but I I just kind of like went somewhere else. Yeah. They sort of grimaced, I would say. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) No. I mean, should we start? Let's start. I'll go first. Okay. River. Oshkosh Bagosh or Tosh.0? Oshkosh Bagosh. Hmm. Okay. Rocking the vote or rocking a cute vintage top? (laughs) Rocking the vote. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Judging a book by its cover or judging a book by hearing a friend say they didn't like it? Hearing a friend say they didn't like it. And my last one is Vanessa Hudgens talking to ghosts or Demi Lovato talking to aliens. Demi Lovato talking to aliens. Respect. But did did you see her singing to ghosts with trauma? Wait, they sang to ghosts? Yeah, uh, there's like this ghost hunting episode and then she goes and sings to ghosts. It's really funny because she's like, the ghost has trauma. The ghost is a woman and she is she's making a lot more noise when the guys are in the room. So I need the guys to go out of the room so I can just talk to her one on one. And it's just like, no. (laughs) Oh, God. Non-binary representation. Non-binary psychopath. All that Um, all that we have is uh, Demi Lovato and Che Diaz. That sucks. <laughs> like, really bad. <laughs> it really does make it seem like a fake gender. <laughs> I mean, Che Diaz, 
I would love to. I'm like, uh, what's really up next, Hamburglar? Non-binary? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're not like a Che Diaz stan? You Get the like fuck out of singing. here. <laughs> Come on. I had somebody, I had somebody try to hit on me, be like, you remind me of Che Diaz. And I was like, I can't, you can't do, you can't say that. I mean, maybe were they like a 50 year old? No, they were young. Were they? Oh, no. A young hot person. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Do you think? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, are you going to get that a lot? If I get that a lot, that means something has to change. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm going sh- full she her again, getting bigger tits, fucking guys <laughs> like. I anything to away from Che Diaz. Sure. You know, like Are you are you excited for season two though? Or yeah, I'm so excited. I mean I I, I love ultimately at the end of the day I love Che Diaz. <laughs> Not that I love yeah. them, but I, I love the the relationships in that. It's so stupid. It's the weirdest show I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like very telling of our time. And how confused it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very like, huh, how do we <laughs> like reconcile these things? And it's like, we actually can't. Yeah. It's also funny because it's like, this will be a relic of our time for the future, right? So there won't be people being like, knowing that we thought it was stupid, they're going to be like, that was that time. It's in Sex in the City. It's in just <laughs> like that. And I'm like, also, all across the world, like, we were both in Chile and over there. Mm-hmm. They made fun of Anne just like that, too. And they made fun of Che Diaz, too. But they also were like, yeah, I guess it did turn me on a little bit. But I'm like, everyone's making fun of Che Diaz. <laughs> it's a global phenomenon. It's crazy. To make fun of Che Diaz. It's amazing. I mean, it's it's confusing. It's confusing. I, it was, like, not well done. But I was, like, I was genuinely addicted to that show. Yeah, me too. I saw every time it dropped, I was like, oh, my God. What's going to happen? I would get like, <laughs> I liked the hip surgery episode. The, the hip surgery. That was the one with the uh, sex scene with Miranda and Che. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that scene. I think that is a really funny scene. Also, I really love the uh, the scene where Carrie goes on a date and they just vomit. Do you remember that? <laughs> They're just like projectile yeah, they, they vomit. Get, like fucking blackout. That was crazy. I was like, what? It's just projectile vomiting like in a horror movie. <laughs> you have to respect a strong choice. Yeah, I love it. I love how how um horny Miranda Miranda? Yeah, Miranda's character yeah. is. It's just like really cr- like I'm in love with you. I'm going to fly out. I was just like, what? They they were cruel to her. Um, if you were to get cast on and just like that, what would your dream character be? Uh, that's a good question. I would like to, I mean, I like playing characters that are not like me. So I I would like to, I would like to be like some hyper femme girl who's like, like that girl downstairs that lives like a, oh yeah. The like jewelry designer, like a sexy, like. I, I'm like, oh, that would be really fun to try to play like someone that's just like, I know, I, uh, 
like i'm like he's cheating on me and then like one of them like shares like some kind of wisdom maybe yeah i don't know and i'm like i I hope you're right like i just started dating in new york and it's so hard and they'll be like oh honey like it's okay and then but then they get closer and then we accidentally have a kiss like something like that like someone and it's like whoa ew and i'll be (laughs) i do it to miranda ew you fucking dyke ew like a (laughs) i hate crying wait that would be really cool for me (laughs) that part would be really cool I believe- no, that would be a great plot line. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but like, I initiate it. I have my hands down her pants. What the fuck? You dyke. <laughs> you made me, you do, made this. me do this, bro. I'm not you like this. You made me finger you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not some lesbian, okay? Wait, I'm not some lesbian. <laughs> Wait, that would be really funny to say, but looking like super hyper femme. And like a hot way and like not a weird way. Like a way that like, whoa. No, like genuinely like, hot. Whoa, this I get weirdly it. makes sense. Like I work out for the role. So I have abs. <laughs> I mean, that could like that would be bigger than Che Diaz. <laughs> it would be bigger than Che Diaz. No, it'd be like you remind Finally. you remind me of the closeted girl from <laughs> And just like that. Oh, you, you remind me of that girl that got really violent after fingering Miranda. Oh my God, wait, that would be funny too. Like this person just like is so closeted and weird that they just start banging their head on everything. I'm not the fucking dyke! Oh my God. Wow. Or let me, I'm like, what, what else would be cool? <laughs> oh my god Ooh, i would like to play like a character that's kind of like big like a version like a big like an aloof man yeah but i'm like maybe yeah i'm mean, like that would be cool or somebody who doesn't care i think that would be funny someone who's around who doesn't care about anything so they're always like yeah i don't care <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe it's like Rock's new um, babysitter, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Like, do you have the money for me this week? Or, oh yeah, you know, actually, I think you would be incredible at yeah. that. That actually makes sense. Yeah. I'd be like, well, so Rock, I gave Rock a packet of testosterone. I hope that's okay. Uh, <laughs> like illegally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I had extra. Uh, and, yeah, um, I'm like so stoned. I had extra, like, I think Rock can just do whatever he wants. <laughs> you have my check for this week, or... I want to have a sex scene. I want to... All I've ever wanted is to have, like, a nasty-ass sex scene on TV. Who, who, wait, who would you that, like... do it with? Che Diaz? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, that would be so good. so funny. Like, a really... But it's really hot. It's, like, a really hot it's scene. It's super hot. That, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! You go see Che Diaz at a stand-up show. <gasps> You're one of the comics, <gasps> and they like really look up to me. They like think my act is like incredible. Oh, oh, oh! And they ask me to go on the road with them. Yes. And, and Miranda oh- <laughs> goes, and you guys, and Miranda's like, "Wait, are you like fucking?" And it's like weird because like you're a guy, <laughs> but mm-hmm, Che is mm-hmm. like poly and like open and like pansexual they said on stage in their 
horrible Netflix special. In their incredibly moving Netflix special. I fucked everyone in here. Woo! I'm like, <laughs> woo, make yeah. some noise. I'm like, in Che Diaz's world, heartbreak does not exist or embarrassment. I'm like, I guess you're like fully free. I guess that's true in some senses. In some ways. Should we get into our topic? Let's get into the topic. So we discussed ahead of time, we organically reached a topic that I think is resoundingly straight, um, and it is the devil. The devil. The devil. The devil. <laughs> so I guess, uh, could you explain how we got there? <laughs> we got there through talking about Will Smith <clears throat> and the slap. Uh-huh. And and then I was like, oh, this, the past few weeks I've been thinking, and I've been seeing this phrase, I think Cardi B put it up. And then a bunch of people like randomly put it up. But it, I also heard it in a song. Let me find it. So basically there's a saying that whenever somebody like lets their ego win, like over, I don't know, some kind of grace or something, when something like major happened, that there's a saying that God puts obstacles in your way to see if you'll like let the devil win or something like once basically the saying is like once you're at the top or like about to achieve your biggest dreams there's always a test to see if you really want it or if you're willing to let all of that go just to like save face or something or or like at a moment of of desperation or like high emotion if you're like you'll forget that where you came from and how hard you worked and that Thing isn't worth that energy so that's what i was thinking of and i was thinking of the will smith slap and just how he let that get just i mean he lost it he didn't know where he was he didn't know he was like on national tv <laughs> like he was fully like it's just you and me and i and so i've been thinking about that a lot and the challenges that i don't know if you've ever been tested by the world you know in like a kind of like a spiritual way or like a way of um testing your foundations or something hmm. like kind of pressing your buttons once like know. when something really great is about to happen just like making you like feel like that feeling of like when you're being put down right before the big thing that you always wanted was <laughs> uh, yeah i don't think i've had that experience yet because I feel like I haven't been that close to things that are like the best thing in my life, if that makes any sense. Right, right. I mean, it could be it could be anything, though. So it could have been like, okay, you're in a relationship now. Maybe it could have been at a certain point in your relationship. It could have been with like family stuff, like uh, before sure. a certain point of getting to wherever you try to get with your family, a job. It's like a, always just kind of like right before the thing you've been working towards just like a, are you sure or how bad do you want it or it's like you know okay you know when you're like about <laughs> to meet somebody and for some reason that week or like you're you you really like someone suddenly and then you've had a dry spell the whole time and suddenly everyone's like hey like all these randos are like in your face and you're like where were you <laughs> it's kind of like that sure <laughs> So it's kind of like that. Yeah. I guess like the devil as a concept, do you think it is straight? Yeah, I would say it's very straight. I mean, I've definitely gotten 
called possessed before and by my family and by and my <laughs> yeah and, and my, for a while and my oh, no. my cousin i've seen cousins and family members get demons taken out of them at church and stuff and they always blame the demons for like their sexual deviancy or like drug use or something and i'm like just chill why don't you just own it they're like the devil made me do it the devil and i think it's a way of i think it's a way of people like repressing desires and like not having um not taking credit for their nastiness their nasty proclivities yeah um also i have this theory of like when it gets to major forms of that stuff like stigmata or like yeah when people are like acting out that they're possessed by something and you're taking it out of them i'm like i think people are naturally like performers and like sometimes like so it's like think about okay so this person getting a demon taken out of their body they are stuck at home all the time super bored (laughs) (laughs) um they they try to live like a whatever straight lifestyle and then they do one weird thing and suddenly like they're like shaking and i'm like you are a performer bitch (laughs) you are singing in tongues twirling around it's like you just want to perform it's almost like you did that you did something you feel guilty about and you need to blame it on something else in order to get it out of your system and even to admit it to yourself getting exercised is straight drag oh my god that's really good. That's good. Wow. It's truly like putting on a little performance and Yes. Imagine tip, tip they were throwing your, dollar queens. bills in church towards the Oh my god, that would be so funny. Yes, yes. Yeah, cuz they do the drops. I swear to god they do the drops. I mean, they literally do. I mean, they have their own language. It's it's Paris is burning with those that with that damn language, <laughs> the tongues they speak. <laughs> I'm dying. It's that crazy. Stuff, it, it is like, I've always been confused about it because everyone like commits so hard when they're in those situations. And it's like, how do you get so like swept up in it that you like don't fear even like looking stupid anymore? Um, okay, well, it's happened to me once, but not, um, not the tongue stuff, but like the guilt stuff, but also just, um, I feel like it's very much like a concert actually helped me with performance in that it, because I went to church a lot as a kid and I was really Christian. It's just like, there's something so powerful about just being in a room and somebody talking to you in an affirmative way. Of like, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And if you ever, even, ever felt alone, you are not alone anymore. Because God is here. God is here, right? Someone doing that for like an hour at you, okay? (laughs) And you're feeling guilty. You're feeling shitty. You're like, you know, all this shit. Um, And you want something to believe in. I feel like it's, it's like a concert. Like you get wrapped up in it. Sometimes there's music, you know. <laughs> no, it's true. I could I can see how that's a little um infectious. Like even you doing that, I was a little yeah, like I a little stirred. Like I was like, "Ooh, like I do 
and like you know life is very difficult and it is like just to have someone staring at you and being like you like it's almost like you can do this you've got this it's like oh i actually kind of need that like yeah it's 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 very it's beautiful and powerful i think there's great things about it i think there's also really fucked up things about it just of like people not wanting to admit certain things and i'm like this would be a way better thing also you guys would make a lot more money if you really opened up <laughs> i'm like just like stop with the gay going to hell <laughs> like i've talked to christians on like the steps in front of my house before and they're like always like really cool and then they're like so what's uh what's keeping you from uh from joining uh christianity and i'm like well i'm kind of a i'm kind of like gay and trans <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> um but i did my nails don't worry I, I feel like i'm always doing something to like stay in straight like to stay good with this like straight culture like as like a parting gift like i was there sure i just want you to know i did my nails and uh, I pay my respects to the You're paying binary. your respects. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It is weird that like I don't know. That the church can't get into like like they could make so they could make so much more much money, money, I feel, if they were just like I know. Uh, more of a lifestyle brand. <laughs> goop, you know? Goop like the church. If it were truly just goop, like believe oh my God, in goop yourself and, and the fucking Roman Catholic Church uh collab. <laughs> <laughs> collab <laughs> the, pope, the pope on goop I mean, like trying out like some of gwyneth Pal talking to gwyneth paltrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah eye cream infused with holy water like who wouldn't want that <laughs> it's like rome the roman catholic <laughs> sephora roman catholic section with goop <laughs> Do you guys have the uh, moisturizer with the holy water that was on Goop with the and they're like oh with the like the um, the Pope and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow that one or yeah yeah the pope, or is the Pope with yeah Kim yeah K the Pope with Gwyneth, Gwyneth yeah <laughs> the Pope wearing Skims <laughs> Skims and like beautiful moisturizer <laughs> wait that would be so cool and his little hat is the same I mean that. He would look snatched. <laughs> it's <laughs> <The> like <laughs> looking good. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Like he takes off the costume, and you're like, "Damn!" You he has like abs. Like he's been working out. Like really taking care of himself. But the thing is, like, literally, why not? Like, what else does the Pope have to do? Like, why doesn't he like <laughs> hire a personal trainer and get fucking ripped as hell? <laughs> Like that's he literally does like not really have a job, but like telling the Pope he doesn't the really time. have a job. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really have a job, like you should just be working out. We see that Pope at yoga, yoga at twelve. Like you don't even work, bitch. <laughs> like treating <laughs> treating him like I didn't realize <laughs> like a gig worker. I didn't realize. <laughs> Get a job. Get a real job. <laughs> you don't even have a job. <laughs> Tell the Pope he doesn't have a job. It's so funny. Wait, that, that I didn't so realize funny. how stupid that was. <laughs> In my mind, the Pope does not have a job. <laughs> it's like being famous. Like you just you're just kind of vibing. It's you like, can yeah, do like today whatever I'm gonna you say want. I think this is wrong. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to order brunch first or? <laughs> and he's like, you're right. I shouldn't uh, say gay marriage is wrong before I've had my mimosa. 
Woo! Woo! And let's get some workouts in between. He he does Soul Cycle. Oh my God, he does Soul Cycle. I mean, come Soul on. Cycle and the, That's the, the Pope, collab of the century. The Pope leading Soul Cycle. Wait, they should literally do that. But he's really like, God will condemn your soul if you do not go this fast on the bicycle. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Turn that resistance up, turn that resistance up. The resistance up to the devil. <laughs> and everyone's like, really working out. I think that would fix like the obesity problem in America, right? Because everyone's saying we have one. And I'm like, oh, that would be good. But wait, he's in Rome. Never mind. He's in Rome. He could like <laughs> zoom. It could be like Peloton style. He could zoom. Oh my God. He could do it Peloton style. And then we bring back the big dying on the Peloton. And just like that, it's all bada bang, bada bing, boom, bada bing, bada boom. And then, and then, and then yeah. Che fingers on the, the Pope. Peloton. And then, <laughs> yeah. On the Peloton, and the, and the Pope gets really gets homophobic violent, and is gets possessed, violent and, stigmata. And the Pope is played by you. He can't and face, and he's like just gay as hell. So then, the only I think a big uh, gap in our logic is that is the devil himself in like the representation. He's queer though. Yeah, because he's feeling himself. He's like he's like he is yeah he's like, like jacked horny and, and like he like horny. makes it known <laughs> like <laughs> and he does not give a fuck. <laughs> That's what I love about the you devil. You have devil energy. You have devil Zero energy. Zero fucks given. You do. I'm a little yeah, devil. Yeah, you do. You, Shut you up. You know you do. Yeah, the devil's like, let's Nuh-uh. play. I don't know. Whatever. Cute, sexy, fun. I don't know what I'm doing later. <laughs> You're straight? Come. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We can still be friends. <laughs> I'm like, that's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally being the devil. But the devil used to be an angel because Lucifer means like, yeah, the devil. Oh, is that how that works? His name Lucifer. Lucifer is like something about light. Uh, I forget something about light. But basically, the devil was an angel, and I think was like had a beef or something with Jesus. I don't know. There was a whole trip to the earth or something, and then I don't know. There was some beef there. It's kind of like a weird like brother kind of. I hate you type of thing. Or like, I was a beautiful angel. Now everyone mm. thinks I'm bad. Fuck you. I I mean, the way you're describing it <laughs> sounds fun. Like religion sounds more interesting than I thought. Yeah, religion is cool. I mean, I'm very, I'm very into it. You know, I, I think it's just a disguise. I think it's just storytelling or it was like the stand-up of, our, of their time. <laughs> Imagine... Wait, wait. Religion wait, was the stand-up like, of their Let me time. see if I could get some scripture and read it, like if it's stand-up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, this is going to be good. Let me um, let me introduce you. When, let me know when you found it. Okay, wait, wait. Scripture on... Oh, wait. It should be anti-gay scripture, right? Okay. Yeah, if you can find it. Yeah, wait, wait. Okay, you found one? Okay. What's up, um... Uh, slappers. No, say what's up. Say- uh, thanks for coming out tonight. Thank you, Bethlehem. <laughs> the- <laughs> Hello, Bethlehem. 
Okay, okay, okay. Whoa, hello, Bethlehem. We have an incredible show. How's everybody doing? Seriously, how, how's everybody doing tonight? No, seriously. That's why. Like, look, you can do better than that. You can make some noise. Seriously, you got some incredible comedians today. Um, <laughs> the show is gonna be awesome, and so really give your energy and make some noise for your first comedian. They performed at clubs and colleges, and you've seen them on MTV's Girl Code. Please give it up for River L. Ramirez. Thank you, thank you. Yes, that's right. I am one of the heathens. That's part of. Jesus's crew. How is everyone doing? <laughs> All right. Amazing. So we have, uh, I'm going to be reading from Judges 19, 16 to 24. Here we go. <laughs> yes. Okay. One evening, this old man came home from his work in the fields. Okay. He was from the hill country of Ephraim, but he was living in Gebaea where the people were from the tribe of Benjamin. <laughs> Get the fuck out, Benjamin. <laughs> when he saw the travelers sitting so in the town. Could you, could you please not speak during my set, sir? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's sorry. still the same as it is now. <laughs> oh, um, um, I'm okay, sorry. I just don't um, want to go through like a whole, I don't want to do the heckler thing. When he saw the travelers yeah, okay, sitting. Sorry. <laughs> When he saw the travelers sitting in the town square, he asked them where they were from and where they were going. Okay, horny little bastard. We have been in Bethlehem in Judah, the man replied. We are on our way to a remote area in the hill country of Ephraim, which is my home. I traveled to Bethlehem and now I'm returning home. But no one has taken us in for the night. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where are we going with this? Even though we have everything we need, wink, wink, we have straw and feed so for true. our donkeys and plenty of bread and wine for ourselves. Okay. Where are we going here? Does anyone here in the town of Bethlehem know where we are going with this? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just said, please don't talk to my set. You are welcome oh, to I'm sorry. I'm just starting the second part of the. Is it okay? Yeah, no, no, no I'm oh, sorry. Cool. Um, this is acoustics are like crazy in here. It's just I've never been to a yeah, comedy it's show okay. before. It's a. I mean, we're. It's from scripture. You are welcome to stay with me. The old man said, "I will give you anything you might need." An old man. A a a a. But whatever you do, don't spend the night in the square. So he took them home with him and fed the donkeys. After they washed their feet, sir, after they washed their feet, they ate and drank together. While they were enjoying themselves, a crowd of troublemakers from the town surrounded the house. They began beating at the door and shouting to the old man, bring out the man who is staying with you so we can have sex with him. Hell yeah. The old man stepped stuck to them. No, my brothers don't do such an evil thing. For this man is a guest in my house and such a thing would be shameful. Here, take my virgin daughter and this man's concubine, and I will bring them out to you, and you can abuse them and do whatever you like. This is in the Bible. But don't do such a shameful thing to this man. So this man literally gives out these. He's like, please do not have gay sex with this man, but here, rape these two women that are with us and trust us. Anyway, that's my time, huh. Bethlehem. <laughs> you can cut that out if you need to. It's too long. <laughs> um, no, I think that's actually good. And hey, I just want to. I was the guy that was like talking oh, during hi. your set. Oh, um, hi! So nice to meet you. Hey, 
Oh, you're are you trying to do stand up? Um, yeah, like people keep telling me I'm funny and, mm. and I've been like and like really into scripture right. too, so I was like thinking of trying it, but um like I just don't know how you like you guys are so brave, like it's like so scary to me to like go up on stage like that. Well, basically like Okay, if there's anything I could tell you that I want to pass on is that when you're doing scripture on stage, it's not about you, right? So, like, try, try not to make anyone laugh. Try not to, you have to, like, really just be confident in that your connection with God, basically, and that the jokes will come through. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, um, but you should come to the mic next week, the scripture mic next week. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Is it free? Ma- Mary will be there. Um, there's a Judas will be there. Uh, Moses will be Moses will be there. Jesus might be there. Whoa, Moses comes. Yeah, if you wanna the alt. I mean, we're more of like the alt scripture scene. <laughs> <laughs> like we're also writing our own shit. So oh. yeah, like we we always we meet up at like this coffee shop in Bethlehem. Right? <laughs> And we get like iced coffees and we just like talk shit out laughing. And then we like write scripture down. I mean, okay, wait. wait yeah, that's it's like insane funny. that you read like a whole thing. You read like a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was insane. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, I loved it. Yeah, it was too long. Uh, it's fine. This is an experimental episode. It's an experiment. I like the I like the guy in the crowd. I like the guy I like the guy in the crowd too. <laughs> that really felt that really felt yeah. good. It was a it was nice to have a comedian destroys heckler. Yeah, moment. yeah. It was it's it was really nice like relating like scripture um to stand up and kind of like comparing that like what we're going through now with writing new scripture and what they were going through then. It like really helped me feel better about them like oh you guys are just like getting together and writing at a coffee shop that's so true it's also like you know like everything that we say on stage now it's like that's kind of like the word of god right. like comedians like they're literally writing scripture like if we put every if we put every joke together <laughs> from when the bible was done till now it would be a new bible yeah my jesus jerry seinfeld thank you <laughs> i think actually we should maybe do our final segment Let's do it. Would that be insane? No. Okay. So our final segment is called shout outs. And in it, we give a shout out to anything that we are enjoying at all <laughs> in the style of like a radio shout oh, out. Nice. Think of it's TRL and you're in Times Square and you're shouting out to your squad back home. And I I have one. I can go first. I think I have go. one. Okay. What's up, freaks, losers, and pervs around the globe? I would like to give a huge shout out to Joni Mitchell. I have been um, enjoying listening to Joni Mitchell while it turns to springtime. And, you know, people are like, yeah, everyone knows who she is. And I was like, well, actually, I didn't like grow up listening to Joni Mitchell. I actually don't know her deal. And I'm just now learning about Joni Mitchell. And I have to say, I love what I'm hearing. It's fun to get into people that are from the past. And um, I think it's very refreshing. And she's got a weird, I'll say it, she sings weird. She sings weird. And that's okay to say that. It's okay to address the fact that she sings weird, but I'm enjoying it, and um, I'm a Joni Mitchell stan, and I'm getting into Calm Girls, and that's sort of where I'm at right now. This is 30, this is Joni Mitchell time, XOXO, Sam. 
Hello, ghouls and goblins. Thank you so much for having me here. I just want to give a quick shout out to all the Sheathays. It's amazing that there's so many right now. I know you're confused. I'm confused too. And you're confusing me more by making me so wet. Hell yeah. I hope I hope you I, I hope I meet more of you. And I, I'm not judging you based on your confusion. I'm inviting you in. Wow, what a rousing um shout out. Thank you. Just been thinking a lot about them. I liked um, it really combined like sort of confusion, disdain, and horniness yes. and, and excitement. Yeah. It was like, I really felt all the emotions. In yeah, it. that's basically, I'm just trying to, my point, the point I'm trying to get across with any, any kind of criticism I give to anybody is that don't worry, I'm still horny for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I may say, I may say something, but yeah, face to face, I take what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I I talk a lot of I shit, lot but of the the point is I don't mean any of it, and I'll suck you off. <laughs> I don't mean anything. And please, your God, let me suck you off. I mean, I swear. Imagine like right after my sets, I line up to people, and I'm like, "Did you like that? I mean, I'll suck your dick. I'll lick your pussy. I'll suck your ass. Whatever you fucking want. I mean, I just do this for the validation. Please." I'm like. So thirsty, so horny. My lips are dry, but they're huge. <laughs> they're like crusty. <laughs> I love it. I think you should do that. I think that should be a new permanent part of your Yeah, song. where I suck people off at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> wow. Well, this has been an incredible episode. Thank you so much for guest hosting and also being the guest. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast and a delight. I hope it's not too controversial. Yeah, well, well-behaved podcasters rarely make history. Uh-oh. Okay, well then, I guess, bye. bye.